Hi guys, welcome to another episode of Let's Talk With Me, Sagrika. Before starting our show today, I wanted to quickly take a minute to thank you all for the incredible amount of love on this page. Honestly, it means everything to me. Thank you so, so, so much. And I really just can't wait to make more episodes for you. So in today's show, I have with me Renelle, who's an extremely talented social media marketer with several marketing and branding content that can actually help you make money. So to find out more about that, more about social media and how you can actually use it to your advantage, make sure to listen to this episode and get all the tips that Renelle has for us today. So getting right into it, I'd like to welcome Renelle, who's here to talk to us all about marketing and branding. Hi guys, I am Sagrika, your host at the Let's Talk podcast. On this podcast, I invite students to discuss topics that are essential to student life. And I believe listening to others and their stories is a great way to find yourself in the journey. So please join me with learning something new in every episode we have. Thank you for being a part of this community. I'm happy you're here. Hi, Renelle. Thank you so much for coming on the show. You have so much to teach us today, and I'm so, so, so excited. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. So, Renelle, before we dive right into your journey and how it all started, talk to me a little bit about when and how you realized this was it for you and this is what you actually wanted to do. Like, how, when did you have that big moment of realization? Okay, so I've been in social media marketing for about a year and a half now. And I actually started um, with a network marketing company. Um, it's it's more of a social, re- we like to call it social retail. So it's a combination of um, online shopping and micro-influencing. But I started it in my first year of university because I wanted to make a little bit of extra money uh, while I was at school. I'm also a competitive runner. So between practices and races and then classes, um, I knew I wouldn't be able to get like a quote-unquote typical job but I still wanted to be able to make money while I was in school so I got into that but I really started to dive more into the whole social media marketing and branding piece uh, probably about three months ago Um, at the beginning of 2020 I decided that I wanted to go kind of full in with my uh, platforms and my page and I wanted to be kind of just bringing educational content to people around those two topics. Um, But to be honest, when quarantine hit, that's kind of when everything started to pick up for me because I had so much extra time. So I really just spent, um, you know, months kind of studying and working on learning more about uh, marketing and branding. And I absolutely fell in love with it. Like I actually have such a big passion for social media now. And what I love even more is being able to teach it to other kind of entrepreneurs and bloggers and influencers too. That's amazing. So literally right when quarantine started, you told yourself, I'm going to do this and no one can stop me. And I think that mindset is so important. And I'm so glad you were able to kind of have that conversation with yourself and just tell yourself that, you know what, this is my time to shine. I'm going to go in for it. So now that we talked a little bit about your moment of realization and how that all felt, tell me more about your journey. How did it start? How has it been so far? Walk me through it all. So it started with me joining this company. And like I said, it's a social retail company. So it is a network marketing company, but it's kind of a more um, like updated version of the typical business model. 
And so one of the things I noticed when I started was a lot of like influencers and bloggers were partnered with this company because the platform kind of allows it to be more of like an affiliate marketing type of um, thing. So for a lot of people who are going on social media, like they want to have brand deals, they want to get paid to post things, they want to get paid to be on their phone and all that. So it kind of fit in uh, perfectly with that. But one of the things that I noticed is like, sometimes our industry gets a bit of a bad rep just because of how people promote their things on social media and how they talk about it. And so one thing that I told myself when I started was I didn't want to be that, you know, typical network marketer that just spams their products all the time and just talks about the business opportunity. But I wanted to create something more personal. And that's actually kind of how I got introduced to branding, because I think that when you're with a company or something like that, like, it's really important to be more than just the company and to be more than just the products. And so one thing that I wanted to do is I wanted to be able to bring value to people other than, you know, just sharing about health and wellness products or just sharing about a business opportunity, but I wanted to kind of give more. So when quarantine started and everything, I was starting to really get big into uh, like growing on social media and connecting with new people. And so I started to do like a little bit of research. I would watch trainings and read blog posts and all this about growing on social media and how to show up authentically. I wanted to kind of share what I was learning. And so I actually started doing an IGTV series where I would bring uh, weekly social media tips. Social Sunday, right? Yes, yes. That really opened my eyes up to the possibility that like another income stream for me could be teaching that to, you know, network marketers that have no idea how to market themselves on social media. I love that. And I think the fact that you really mentioned just providing value to people out there, I think each post that you have on Instagram provides some value in some way, shape and form. Also, I wanted to mention one thing that your blog post said was how one thing that's keeping you going is the fact that you can do it all from your phone, just one device. And that's what actually kept you hooked right from the start. The phone is with me. All I have to do is just post stuff and help people reach their goals. Also, one thing I wanted to point out was, I think at 19, at that age, I can relate to this. And I think at that age, you just start getting into that zone where you kind of want to help people out. Your Facebook group is also called Connect, Create and Inspire, if that's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, those are the three things that I like to do on social media. I do this business with my mom, but one of the things that was always that separated us was that I was like the social media person and I was like the one that was savvy on all the platforms. And Mm -hmm. to be honest, like I did do a lot of learning, but that was something that just came naturally to me. And I feel like it's because I'm a millennial. I grew up in an age of social media like we just know this stuff. And I always like to say that this stuff is like the the business of the century because it's seriously perfect for people our age. Oh, definitely. And I think one thing that I've also learned from your content and just to you as a person is that you don't have to wait for the right time. You don't have to wait till you're ready and perfect to go, you know? Because there is no right time really if you think about it. Like you might fail in in the future. You know things won't go that smooth, But it's a journey that really allows you to grow and learn from it, you know? So that's one thing I think I really wanted to talk about right now because so many people just fail to start. So now that we talked more about that, tell me about your experience like actually working with different people and helping people reach their goals. How has that been? What do you really help them with? And how's that journey been for you so far? 
I, so far it's been amazing. I really like knowing that I have something to give to people. Like growing up, like I was never like academically savvy. I don't know. Like I, I did okay in school or whatever, but I was never really an expert on anything. And now I have people that come to me asking me like, like all these questions about, you know, how to grow authentically, how to increase your engagement, like how to do all these things. And I just, it makes me feel so happy that people see me as kind of an expert in this field, because it's something that I love talking about. And I just love that I'm able to help so many people. And like I said before, with the whole network marketing thing, like I think there's a lot of people that uh, need this kind of training. And I'm happy that I'm able to provide it to them. Right. And as you said, I think just being that role model to people, you're literally a social media mentor. So people definitely come to you asking you for advice, tips and everything. And in the process, I think the most beautiful part of it is that you're able to connect with so many people. Yes. You know, you're able to make friends and connect with like-minded souls, which I think is the best part about social media. Like the most common questions that I get asked all the time is how to increase engagement and then how to grow. Because I feel like, especially on Instagram, everybody is so kind of obsessed with getting a high number of followers and just having that high number there. But some people are so obsessed with it that they'll go to like drastic measures to do it in ways that aren't necessarily the best. I think one of the biggest things that I've learned about social media is that if you're trying to grow a brand or a business or whatever, everything needs to be as authentic as possible. And if you think about it, if you're somebody who's, you know, promoting, whether you're promoting yourself, a product, a service, like you want to have real people following you and you want to make real genuine connections. Um, There's this organic way. Yeah. yeah, There's this thing we like to call like, know, and trust. Like somebody has to like, know, and trust you before they buy from you, before they, uh, you know, join you, before they do anything. And I think that for some people, sometimes they have a hard time with that because they're not really sure how to do that. And the same thing with engagement, like if you don't have engagement on your page, you're not really reaching that many people. And so a lot of people struggle with that, but both of those things were two things that I struggled with and I kind of figured out. And so I love to be able to share kind of the things that I did to help me get there with other people who are struggling with the same problem. Yes, I love that. And right now later in the episode i have so many questions to ask you about engagement and just visibility on instagram so yeah all of that is coming but before that just diving more into like your instagram page which i think is your main platform to promote right yes yes okay so i think that's amazing because our listeners either have a business on instagram or they represent their brand on instagram their podcast blog posts and so many different things and i think one of the problems that I see with people is that question of how can people find me on social media and I think for myself as well I've tried so many different ways but people talk a lot about like narrowing down your content narrowing down your niche and things like that but what would you say has worked for you the most so the biggest thing I'd like to say first is like you have to stay consistent with it like it's not gonna happen right away like you don't go viral on Instagram as easy as you do on TikTok like It definitely takes a long time. And I was thinking about this the other day when I was going back through some of my posts and I was looking at like how like small the engagement used to be and how, you know, it wasn't really reaching as many people and all that and then comparing it to where I am now. So consistency is definitely the biggest thing. Being authentic is also very important. Everything that you do should be authentic because you're going to just draw people to you. Figuring out your niche is very important. Um, And I kind of learned this the hard way 
But if you think about it in terms of growing, you know, a following or just growing a community, you're going to attract the people that are similar to you. So if you are a health and wellness account and you're constantly engaging with fashion bloggers, for example, like you're not going to be able to grow your account the way you want because the chances of them engaging back are a little bit slimmer just because they have nothing in common with you. Um, Figuring out your niche is actually very difficult. I'll be honest. And it took me a long time to figure out mine. I'm still kind of like trying to figure it out, (laughs) but I've kind of narrowed down some kind of key areas. Um, What I did is I kind of picked out like three or four topics that my page was going to revolve around. And then from there, you can start connecting with people that also fall into those categories, if that makes sense. That does make sense. And I think definitely, as you said, getting people to actually see you on social media is very important. But that also means that you find people and followers that actually resonate with your content. There's no point getting followers that don't really engage with your posts, which again, I think we're going to come into that later. But I think it all comes down to people that resonate with your content. They like feel what you're saying and connect with it. Yes, yes, for sure. I hope my listeners are taking notes because I am ready with a pen and paper and I hope (laughs) my listeners are too because this stuff is good stuff. (laughs) Thank you. Now, before we actually go into engagement and stuff like that if you could tell us a bit about how people can start branding themselves or their business on social media and what the best way to do that is yeah so I'll be honest we're always gonna lose followers like no matter what you do you'll always lose people sometimes you'll lose people that you know you didn't think were you're gonna lose but it just happens and you just keep going in terms of branding like this is the marketing thing is definitely my strongest suit and then the branding is what I'm starting to get into I think it's super important to have kind of a personal brand and I feel like when people say the word brand they just think of like design and colors which is important but the personal brand is more important because that's essentially you that's the voice behind like what makes you different like what makes you stand out yes like that's the voice behind the platform and I actually like that you just said that what makes you stand out is super super important and that's kind of what's gonna you know make somebody decide if they want to follow you or not like if you're like everybody else in your in whatever area you're in like they might not (laughs) because there's no point so figuring out you know what it is that makes you kind of special and sharing that is super important. I love that, definitely. And now talking about engagement, which I think is something that you've been wanting to talk about as well. But if you have any tips about engaging with your followers, engaging in your DM, just anything, let me know, let our listeners know. Yes, of course. So um, I actually do have how many tips? I feel like four. I hope I don't forget any of them. So, okay, the first thing I'd like to say, and this is kind of a pet peeve of mine when people don't do this, respond to all comments on your posts. Yes. Um, Especially if you're somebody who really wants to grow a community on your page, like your followers need to know that if they comment something, you're actually going to talk back to them and like respond. Um, It's such a pet peeve of mine when people don't answer comments because I'm like, Oh, it just bothers me so much because it's, it looks kind of rude. Like it looks like you don't want to talk to all the people that are out there supporting you. Along that line, I also say answer all your DMs. I've actually gotten a couple, I mean, except like not the weird ones, like the sugar daddies and all that. You can just block (laughs) them. But I've actually gotten a couple messages from people before asking me like for help with something and then I help them and then they say, thank you so much for responding. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, of course, why would I not? And it just got me thinking that some people don't answer their DMs, which 
I mean, I understand that if you have a lot, then it's, it might be a little bit problematic, but I would say to try to answer as many as you can, because that's super important and it makes your audience feel like you actually care about them. I think that also ties in a lot with like that whole motif of like trust and follow because mm-hmm. this is the way you're actually, this is helping them to actually like you, trust you and then follow you. Yes, you know? exactly. So I think commenting is definitely something that is so important, so important. Yeah, when I look at engagement, like honestly, comments are super important. Likes, I don't really care about that much because anybody can double tap a picture, but it takes a little bit more time and effort to leave a comment. So that's a good kind of indicator of engagement and then also shares and saves. But for it to be shareable, it has to be kind of generic. So that's a little Mm -hmm. bit harder. Um, But one thing that I do to increase engagement is before I post something, I have this rule, don't post and ghost. So I have to engage with other accounts for 15 minutes before I post and then for 15 minutes after. And if you like, if you don't have a lot of time, then you could do 10 minutes, but 15 is usually good. Um, I'm not an expert on the algorithm, but I'm pretty sure that if you're engaging before, you know, you post something, there's a better chance that it's going to be seen. So I love that. Tell me more about that. So when it comes to engaging, like, do you mean like talking in the DMs or do you mean liking other people's posts, commenting on other people's posts? Liking, commenting, liking, commenting. So I usually do a mix of I'll go to hashtags and look up some hashtags that have to do with uh, like the person that I want to see my post or um, my ideal client or people in my same area of interest. And then I'll also go through some of the people um, that I'm following already, because what tends to happen is if you... And if you, as long as you like comment on people who will respond, if you comment on their picture, they're more likely to go and comment on yours after. Like it's just kind of a reciprocation Ooh, thing. Right. So that's something I started doing about a month and a half ago and it really, really helps. Oh, I love that. I'm definitely going to try that out. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much. Everybody knows about them, but they, and it might sound like cheesy, but hashtags are seriously like just a gift from Instagram. And I'm not a hashtag queen yet, but I do know that if you add some, I think you can add up to 30. It increases the chances that your post is going to be visible. And it also um, like just puts it like under those hashtags. So if someone's searching it, there's a better chance that your post is going to come up. Um, It's kind of hit or miss sometimes with hashtags. You have to kind of play around with them to see which ones work for your post, but they definitely are super helpful. So I would do that as well. Yes, I think there's something that I read about hashtags recently, and that's that most people tend to use the same group of hashtags and just copy paste that, which I think is not the best move because apparently Instagram sees that as spammy behavior. Yes, Yes. exactly. So I think just mixing it around and actually spending some time to choose the best hashtag for the picture. And even if it's like the same set of hashtags, but like switching it around, like put the second hashtag in the 15th hashtag and like the seventh in the first place, like things like that, just switching it around, I think also really helps and tells Instagram that this is not spammy. Yes, yes. And now that we talked about what we can do in terms of engagement and stuff, what, according to you, are the big no-nos when it comes to social media? Um, oh, my gosh. Okay. I actually did. <laughs> when I started my IGTV series, this was my first episode because it, these things just needed to be addressed. So the biggest thing is don't follow to unfollow. I actually, that's another one of my oh. pet peeves. I hate when people do that. Like, it's just so annoying unnecessary to have to deal with it. yeah and it's also just um 
it doesn't look good. If you're somebody who's trying to build a brand or a business, like it doesn't make you look credible. And, you know, there's certain people that I know who do this. And so every time I see their account pop up or whatever, I'm like, oh, she's one of those people that does that. So you get a bad reputation from doing it. <laughs> and then another one, this is for my business owners, not to just post about your product or service. It's really important to be giving value in other areas. And if you're somebody who struggles with what to post, I have certain episodes on kind of content creation and how to kind of work that into your social media so that you're not just posting about your products because that can be spammy. It can get annoying. And it's just like one of the reasons that people will not want to follow your account anymore. Right. Um, and then the last one is just not responding to comments. Like you need to be responding to comments. And I think also adding on to that, one thing that is a big, big, big turn up for me is just a thumbs up emoji, you know, oh like my gosh, putting yes. those thumbs up emoji and stuff. Like, so why, why put that emoji? And secondly, the, you know, those weird messages that say, Hey, want to collab? Hey, want to yes. check out my oh page? Oh my gosh, no. Like, <laughs> that doesn't make no sense. Like, you can, you, you can't say that on my post. When my post talks about being in the present moment <laughs> and being grateful, you can't tell me to check oh. out your page. Oh my gosh, like, that's I so funny and such a turn off. Like, no, don't do that. I know. So definitely, I agree with those comments and I agree with what you have to say. Like, these things are such a turn off and you might think that it doesn't in the long run, but. Trust me, once people see that, they're like, nah, I'm not, I'm not even clicking on this page. Yeah, I was going to say when you said the, um, like, the emojis as a comment, I have a rule where it's like you have, to do, you have to leave a comment with at least four words because if it's too short or if it's just emojis all the time, Instagram will think that it's a bot. And so um, that's not going to be oh, wow. good for you either. Yeah, I haven't had that happen yeah, to me yet, that. but I wouldn't be surprised be, like with some people because – there's so many just like, I don't know, fake accounts out there that do that. So, and plus it's better to leave like a forward comment anyways, because it's more genuine. Yeah, that's true. That's very true, actually, because people want to see people that actually engage with their content. You know, people are just so rewarding to see people that actually take out time to comment on your post. So I think that's very important. And one thing I want to say before ending this episode is the fact that people think that social media is all about running your business and just promoting your work but I think we're forgetting that social media is all about actually making friendships yes, making genuine connections and connecting with people because that's one thing we forget is that it's social media yeah, to be social, social yes oh my gosh I love that <laughs> like that's one thing we forget and I'm like wait let's just remind ourselves that okay fine Instagram can be used to promote your stuff but at the same time why not actually make genuine connections why not become friends with people that you can then hang out with later you know because yes. that's that's even more rewarding yes i totally agree oh my gosh <laughs> i love that okay so to wrap it up Ronell, i kind of want to ask you a few questions that you need to answer as quickly as possible it's a small game just a fun way of saying thank you so are you ready yes <laughs> okay what's making you laugh lately um my friends <laughs> how would your friends describe you in two words driven and ambitious last country you visited uh the states are you shy or loud when meeting a new group of people? Shy at first, but I warm up quickly. And who would you consider to be your mentor? Uh, Jasmine Starr. Yeah, and well, this was it for this episode. It was so much fun talking to you, Renelle. And I learned so much from you today. I hope everyone else also did and took notes. Thank you so much for coming on. 
Thank you so much for having me. This was so much fun. You provided so much value in this episode and I can't wait for everyone to listen. So if you want to go ahead and drop in your social media and where people can find you. Yeah, so my Instagram is just at Renelle Briggs and then I also have a blog, which is RenelleBriggs.com. This is it, guys. Make sure to follow the Let's Talk Pod on Instagram for regular updates. Everything will be linked in the show notes. As always, remember to open up, share, and connect. I will talk to you guys in my next episode. See ya! I'm